0: Uh, let's see here. Today is 12 June. No, it's not. Is it 12? Is that today's day? It's the 19th. See, we got somebody that got married and she's not here to fix the blackboard. It is 19 June. I'm Charlie Garrett and this is the CG Prophecy Report. Canada. No, you don't have those rights. That and a lot of other things to go over on today's report. Okay. Before we look into news from Israel, I got just a couple of titles for you. You know, if you're living in the United States of America and you're just unhappy with where you're living, you're just disappointed in the government that you're under in the state you're in, or it's too cold all winter and you're always miserable. Okay. I've got some news for you. Florida is really nice. It's really nice. And... We have a governor that is just wonderful Uh, from the Business Insider. Governor Ron DeSantis responds to Elon Musk's likely vote for him for president. He said, I welcome support from (laughs) African-Americans. I love the guy. And then from the AP, Florida, the only state not pre-ordering toddler COVID-19 vaccines okay that does not mean they're not available the private industry that will give them out can order them and have them the state of florida is simply not going down that path okay he wants private industry to handle it if people want to order it they can order it that's no problem but i love our governor i was at Publix. oh you know what i forgot to introduce harry harry is here visiting i apologize normally i introduce people right at the beginning but it's wonderful to have you here sir um we have um, at Publix, I was there this morning and this happened about eight months ago and I mentioned it to the church and I'll mention it right now. If you are looking for a job, if you know somebody that's looking for a job, they cannot get employees at Publix. They were short manned today. They're actually bringing people up from South Florida, paying for them to stay in a hotel, an expensive hotel right here and they're paying them more than they get paid at this Publix. And I asked one of the people at the store this morning, what is a good starting salary for people at Publix? And he said about $15 an hour. Plus, you are an owner in that store, okay? So if you want to start out and you want to make some money, you're in air conditioning all day long. They accept people that have um, physical defects. They accept people that are like Down syndrome people, and they will allow them to work there, and they're a very good company. So if you have something, where I just can't do that type of hard work, they will accommodate you. It's a great company. If you know somebody that's looking for a job, please recommend Publix, because they don't have enough people. They cannot get people to even apply And then the few people that do apply usually work Monday. They get till 12 o'clock and they say, well, I'm I'm done. And they don't show back up for the second half of the day because they've proved that they were willing to get a job. Now they go get more government benefits. So uh, I'm just letting you know Florida is a good place. And there's a place where you can start out. Whole family gets a job and you'd all be making enough to pay your bills until somebody got the regular job that they're used to. So there you go. Okay, some news from Israel from the Jerusalem Post. Israel makes dramatic upgrades to military planes to attack Iran. In face of Iran's continued development of a nuclear capability, the IAF has developed a new capability to be able to fly its F-35 stealth fighter jets from Israel to the Islamic Republic without requiring mid-air refueling. The development is a boost to IAF capabilities and comes as the Israeli military has upped its preparations for a future strike against Iran's nuclear capabilities. In addition, the IAF recently integrated a new one-ton bomb into the arsenal of weapons used by the F-35s that can be carried inside the plane's internal weapons compartment without jeopardizing its stealth radar signature. The bomb is said to be autonomous and protected against jamming and electronic warfare system. Okay, from the Washington Free Beacon... Biden administration takes major step to roll back Trump's Jerusalem embassy move. The Biden administration elevated diplomatic relations with the Palestinian government and what diplomats warn is the first step to walking back the U.S.'s historic recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital. The State Department confirmed that a new Office of Palestinian Affairs will be established in Jerusalem and act independently of the U.S. ambassador to Israel's office there, something which is against the law. The formation of a separate diplomatic office bolsters relations with the Palestinian government and the United States and could not could, it does, violate the Jerusalem Embassy Act of 1995, which mandated that a single U.S. embassy be established in the Holy City. The State Department also confirmed that it is working to go even further, opening an official Palestinian consulate in Jerusalem wholly independent of the U.S. Embassy in Israel. By establishing an office dedicated to the Palestinian government in the city, The administration is reopening the possibility of allowing that government to assume control of portions of the city, opening a diplomatic office to the Palestinians in Jerusalem after the U.S. recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital, making it clear Jerusalem is a part of Israel, has the same disastrous consequences as opening a formal consulate. The decision is a blatant effort to begin to unravel the implementation of the Jerusalem Embassy Act of 1995 and circumvent Israel's clear opposition to a formal consulate, especially since the Biden admin admits this step is a part of its plan to open a consulate. If you can see what he's doing, he's got a U.S. embassy that handles all diplomacy within the state of Israel. It is against the law to open another one for another section of a society within a country because it is working contrary to the interests of the formal ambassadorship of the country which is recognized, which is Israel. Bad people up there right now, folks. Bad, bad people running this nation. Bad people. The Jewish press... New Israeli radar can simultaneously detect and track thousands of targets. Israeli defense contractor Elbit Systems this weekend, which was last weekend, unveiled a new radar system that can detect and track thousands of targets simultaneously. It is believed that in the next war with Lebanon's Iranian proxy, the Hezbollah terrorist group, Israel will need to defend its people against large, repeated, simultaneous barrages of missile fire. The innovative Daire Tactical Radar System was showcased this weekend at the Euro Satori Exhibition in Paris. Dyer is a new X-Brand software-defined radar system that makes target prioritizing redundant. The new radar incorporates hundreds of digital receivers, sophisticated algorithms, and computing cores with AI capabilities. It is capable of simultaneous detection and tracking of thousands of objects of various sizes and velocities with no need for target prioritization. As warfare becomes increasingly multi-domain, the target prioritizing capability that is central to legacy radars becomes a liability. The Dyer radar system forgoes Target prioritizing, aligning the radar capability with the imperatives of multi domain warfare. From the Times of Israel, Bennett, he's the current prime minister, warns coalition will collapse within a week or two unless MKs end their rebellion. Guardian, a year after ousting, Israel's Netanyahu gets ready. For a comeback. And I will say this, that actually makes me happy because I was not happy with Netanyahu towards the end of his being prime minister. He became arrogant. He started to make decisions that were not good. And this is something that I am happy happened because he got his comeuppance. He was out. And now I think he will have learned a lesson where he will run effectively the nation the way he did in the past. And I hope that he actually takes over in place of Bennett. And I believe he will be an excellent prime minister if he does, because he has learned something. All right. He assumed, he began to assume. And once you assume, you make bad decisions. So I'm very happy. We'll see where this goes. Jerusalem Post, European Commission President heads to Israel with gas deal in the works. Good stuff. We'll see where that goes. We have some news concerning Christianity here. My friend Ron with the Bible Typer, he just finished typing 2 Samuel 16. He learned something. So far, I've typed 224,047 words. Those times in the Old Testament were violent, with beheadings, and incest. The Bible does not hide human faults, it doesn't hide anything. You can have the king of Israel loved by the Lord, and they will show his faults openly. All right? These are things that the Bible shows. We don't hide our faults here because what are we doing? We're exalting the Lord Jesus Christ who had no faults of his own. Um, I'd like to say something. Somebody talked to me this morning about um, uh, the timing of the rapture, a video I did recently, and somebody is responding to it right now in a series. And um, one of the things he pointed out was that two Thessalonians, two and three, are a combined sentence, and they do not specifically point to uh, the Antichrist being revealed prior to the rapture. In other words, they do. He says that those things will happen prior to the rapture. And that is incorrect. The person that did this did not go down to verse 8, which explains verses 2 and 3. So I would like you to know that if you've heard that, you need to watch the entire thing, take everything in context, and you will see that uh, the Antichrist will be revealed only after. There's a Greek term, ke tote. It's a conjunction and then a, what is tote? Uh, Preposition, I believe. And then. Okay, if you don't know what and then means, go look it up. And then. Something happens after something else. So if you're going to stop with verse 2, 3, you will not get a full explanation of when the timing of the rapture is. Okay, second thing. Uh, if you do a evaluation of Matthew 24, okay, you're doing an evaluation of Matthew 24, which is the Olivet Discourse, and you do not take into consideration Luke chapter 21. I just learned this this morning, so I'm doing this off the top of my head. But if you don't take Luke 21 into consideration, because they both speak of the same thing, and all of a sudden Luke diverts, Matthew 24 is speaking about the end times. Luke doesn't do that. He starts at the time of Acts. And then he says, and the nation will be exiled. Are Gentiles being exiled anywhere? No. Okay, this is speaking to the Jewish people under the law about the kingdom age. And if you missed taking both Matthew 24 and Luke 21, and putting them side by side, you will come to this error that everybody comes to. And they say, oh, see, this is speaking about the rapture that no one knows a day and hour. It is not, okay? The term synagogue is used, because these people are Jews. Jews, okay? So please make sure you take everything in context, because verses taken out of context are a pretext. That's correct. So please make sure that you understand, if you're going to evaluate Matthew 24 Also, evaluate Luke 21. And if you're going to look at 2 Thessalonians verses 2 and 3, you want to look at the verses 8 and 9 as well. You cannot form a complete and sound hermeneutic without doing those things. So, we'll go on. From GB News, Calvin Robinson says, Bishops, this is a guy I talked about a little while ago, the black guy over in the, uh, uh, wanted to be ordained in the Church of England, and because he's conservative, they blew him off. So, so much for black lives mattering when you're a black person that's a conservative. Okay. Calvin Robinson says bishops are circulating letter suggesting he's a pimp involved in sexual exploitation after angry black man claim. They are doing everything they can to destroy this man just like they did with Clarence Thomas when he wanted to be a Supreme Court justice. If you are black and you are conservative, you are the biggest target in this nation. Worse than a white conservative. My heart goes out to this guy, but here's some good news. Calvin claims he was due to be ordained as a deacon in the autumn, but the COE blocked his appointment due to his political views. In a tweet to his followers, Calvin addressed the claims, adding, There are forces at play working incredibly hard to prove me wrong about the church not being institutionally racist. In an article for GB News last month, Calvin highlighted how he left the Church of England to pursue an ordination under the auspices of the conservative GAFCON network. This is an Anglican network that is no longer associated with the COE because the COE has gone apostate. Okay, GAFCON is a group of formed of Anglicans who adhere to Christian teachings, a group who believe Christian doctrine is not optional and profess the primacy of scripture. The GB News regular has been vocal regarding his conservative views, highlighting how he sticks to scripture on issues of sexuality, holy matrimony, and transgenderism. In an interview with GB News, Calvin outlined the reasoning behind his band saying, there are a number of reasons. One, because I'm a conservative there is only one bishop who openly supported brexit one bishop in the entire coe that supported brexit and he was sent off to the far end of the country in penance in contrast over two-thirds of anglican worshipers voted for brexit there's this top-down agenda of destroying the church from within Secondly, I'm an Orthodox Anglican and the COE has become very woke on issues in human sexuality, holy matrimony, and transgenderism. I prefer to stick to scripture on these issues. In his tweet, Calvin also said a bishop implied he is an angry black man following increased media coverage of his story. If you're a conservative black in America or in the UK, you are an angry black man. Okay, that's all, or woman. All right. That's all there is to it. Now, I'd like to go back to what I was talking about with the rapture for a second. Um, If you want a copy of what I did, it's online. Many of you saw that it was a month or so ago about the timing of the rapture. Okay. And people have emailed me. I'd like a copy of that. I've got a copy of it. And I was very clear in there. We've got to get to verse eight to understand this. Okay. I was clear in that. Don't just take verses and suddenly come to a conclusion because if you do that, you're going to come to no good conclusion you have to go all the way through what paul is saying and you'll so if you want that to defend a pre tribulation rapture email me and i'll give it to you okay or you can just watch it online it's right there i can send you the link to that as well okay from the christian post chilling effect of secular intolerance on christians is leading to self censorship Report warns, and this is exactly what they want from you as a Christian and you as a conservative, self-censorship. Before Elon Musk got into Twitter, conservative people were self-censoring because they were afraid of getting kicked off of Twitter, okay? I have done everything I possibly can in the past four weeks to get kicked off of Twitter, and I haven't gotten kicked off yet. (laughs) Elon Musk has made a change in their thinking. Okay, I've posted things that people would never have posted, but that didn't bother me at the time because I said, I'm just not going to be a part of Twitter, and I got off completely, but once Elon Musk got in there, I said, I'll give it a shot, and I've done everything possible to offend every person possible And I'm still on Twitter. So I'm waiting for the day and then I'll say, well, good. I didn't want to be on here anyway. I just want to see how far we can go with this. Okay? But I've got my here is your pride post that I make many days and it's right out of the Bible and it's right in your face. You know, these people say, well, Jesus accepts everybody. I'm sorry. There is a place called hell because Jesus doesn't accept everybody. Okay? This is reality. So I'm so glad to see Twitter has changed, but here they have an article where, I'll read the title again, Chilling Effect of Secular Intolerance on Christians is Leading to Self-Censorship, a report warns. If you're not willing to stand in the pulpit and defend what you believe as a Christian, you should not be in the pulpit. If you're worried about getting shut out of social media, you should find alternate social media to post to in case you get shut out of social media. We do this here We also, on YouTube, we also do it on Rumble and elsewhere because I understand that they have an agenda to shut us down, but I'm not going to shut down. And someday we may just be talking to ourselves with a little congregation. That's fine. Don't hold back the word of God. Secular intolerance is having a chilling effect on Christians that directly affects their capacity to express their faith freely in society and is leading to various forms of self-censorship. The report looked at the nature, scope, and intensity of self-censorship as well as secular intolerance as a persecution engine using France, Germany, Colombia, and Mexico as case studies. If they threw in the U.S. under Joe Biden, you would see that it would be just as bad here because people are scared of offending the administration. Who cares if we offend them? The report concludes that while many incidents are seemingly insignificant, Together, they cause death by a thousand cuts and create an environment in which Christians do not feel comfortable to some degree to live their faith freely. What they're saying is, okay, I'm just not going to talk about this at this time or I'm going to talk about this, but I'm going to go around the subject or whatever. I'm going to say things that, you know, will make people feel happy or whatever. And you do that here, you do that here, and pretty soon a thousand cuts and you're dead. And that is exactly what's happening in the world today. And we cannot allow that to happen. It is not in scripture that we have to obey every government leader at all times the way that people misuse those verses, like from Romans, okay? I said this either last week or a week, two weeks ago, where if you are in the United States of America, who governs your conduct as a citizen? Or I should say what, forget who, what? the Constitution of the United States of America. It doesn't matter what the leader up in Washington, D.C. says. What matters is what the Constitution says. That's why we have a court system, and that's why they want to pack the court system, and that's why they want to shut up the Supreme Courts right now, breaking the law every day. The Department of Justice of the United States of America is breaking the law the Justice Department, by not removing offenders from outside of the Supreme Court justices' houses. There is a law on the books about what is going on and they are not enforcing it. They are breaking the law. The government of the United States of America. You do not obey a government that is breaking the law. You obey the Constitution which establishes the government which establishes the White House the judiciary, the uh, executive, and the legislative branches. That is where our laws derive from. If they are violating the law, how can you obey them and be obedient to the precept that says that the government works for the people, not the other way around? Anyway, I know that's a lot of talking, but that is the way it is, and we need to have these convictions. If we don't, then we're just as bad as the rest of the churches that are doing these things as well. Okay, from GB News. Church of England leaders say Rwanda immigration plan is an immoral policy that shames Britain. Getting rid of people that illegally enter your nation, that have harmful intent for your nation, and sending them to a third country that has wanted those people and has accepted them by agreement is immoral to the Church of England. From the Christian Post, Mennonite Church USA passes resolution allowing pastors to perform gay weddings. Yes. Okay, we've got some news from the Mideast and Africa today. From Fox News, IRGC announces martyr deaths of two aerospace scientists amid other mysterious deaths in the country. This is the past week. Two more of them have kicked off. The Iranian Armed Forces announced the deaths of two aerospace employees, the latest in a series of mysterious deaths in recent weeks, that have raised red flags concerning the country's internal affairs. The IRGC announced the death of Ali Kamani, an aerospace force member working in the Markazi province. Iran International reported, according to the IRGC, Kamani died in a car accident during a mission in the western city of Khomein, which is located about 200 miles southwest of the capital city of Tehran. Another guy, Mohammed Abdus, another member of the IRGC Aerospace Forces, also died. While on a mission, as he was working in the northern Semnan province, Iran International reported. The IRGC used the word martyr in announcing the death of both Khamani and Abdus, language officially used for individuals who die on military missions. I have a feeling that somebody from a country a little bit south and west of them has been working out things in Iran, okay? From Mail Online, Biden administration is indirectly paying a Taliban-controlled airline to help Afghans flee the country after the disastrous withdrawal of troops. We're paying the Taliban. Afghans fleeing the Taliban regime are being flown out on Ariana Afghan Airlines. They traveled to Doha and Qatar before being transported on to the U.S., Without diplomatic relations, the U.S. relies on gutter to make arrangements. It means U.S. money is going to Taliban-controlled airline, reports the NBC News. Times of Israel, eight Iranian convicts are facing abhorrent finger amputation, activists say. Okay, I will say something, and it's going to upset some people, and that's okay. I have no problem with that at all. They have in the law of Islam that if you are caught stealing, you cut off the person's right hand so they have to eat with their left hand. And if you know what they do with their left hand, then you would be, oh my gosh, that's pretty horrible, okay? They are not even doing that there in Iran. All they're doing is if you get caught robbing, they cut off a part of a finger and then another part of a finger and pretty soon you're missing parts of fingers, okay? If we did that in the United States, and I understand it's cruel and unusual punishment, but a lot of thieving that is going on right now would end. Or if we just enforce the laws that we have on the books, that would end. I'm not condoning cutting off people's fingers, but that is their country, that is their law, and they have a right to enforce their law the way that they want. I have no problem with it. There you go. Okay, GB News. Human rights lawyer tells Nigel Farage UK may have to bring back migrants from Rwanda. This was before something happened this week, but I thought I'd include it anyway because lawyers love to cause trouble. Remember what Biden did when he first got into office? He said, we're going to go and get the people back that we deported that were illegally here in America. Remember that? He And he was going to pay them hundreds of thousands of dollars each for being illegally deported. Okay? This guy says, we're going to get those people back and then they're going to do the same thing in America or in the UK that they did in America. They're going to say, okay, now you have to pay reparations to these people. Well, guess what happened? The first flight was scheduled to fly out. It's all gassed up and on the tarmac and the EU said, you cannot do this. And so the UK is stuck with these people and they have an agreement with another nation to take them. There you go. That's the state of the world in which we live. Now, something interesting from Mongolia. You can tell I'm, I'm just, I'm going today. I'm just not in a good mood. Okay. It's, Father's Day, though, I got the nicest card for my son. If you know my son's name, it is Thor. Okay, so he always gives you things with the guy Thor. And I got this card, and it says, push here. And usually you get music or talking or something. You push it, and it goes, blah, blah, blah. It's got this lights and it shines up, and it's, okay, Thor. <laughs> and then he said I was a good dad or something. Thank you, Thor. I love you, buddy. Anyway, it was also this week, their one-year anniversary there. It was a couple days ago and now they are down in um, not Fort Lauderdale the one, no, north of that um, West Palm Beach. They were in West Palm Beach right now enjoying their one year anniversary. So, good stuff. Okay. EIN News. Mindful travel in the land of the deep blue sky. Mongolia is back! After two years of lockdowns and travel restrictions, Mongolia is fully open to all international visitors. The U.S. State Department lists the country as normal for travel, meaning it's a safe place to visit. And why wouldn't it be? The small population of the Central Asian nation is 70% vaccinated from COVID-19. But the one thing they don't tell you is that their COVID-19 rates have gone through the ceiling since of the people got vaccinated. If you don't believe me, go start at February and look at their COVID-19 numbers and go do the tracking and you'll see it. And it says making it one of the highest rates of vaccination compliance in the world and also one of the highest rates of getting COVID in the world. Okay, Daniel prophesied the technology would increase in the end times. From Defense Blog, Israeli firm develops next-gen radar, which can see through walls. Hollywood used to have this. Oh, even Superman used to have this. And now the Israeli military has developed this. Israel-based Camaro Tech Company developed a next-generation portable high-performance imaging system that can see through walls. According to a press release from Camaro Tech, it is launching the Zaver 1000. The new generation of the company's product line that offers unprecedented operational capabilities to military forces, law enforcement agencies, intel units, and first responders. You wouldn't need this if cops did their job. I'm specifically speaking about, where is it, um, Uvalde in New Mexico. They've reported now this morning, I saw it on at least 50 different websites, that the cops waited 77 minutes after the person went in and started firing. 77 minutes, and they never checked the door that was said to be unlocked. They never checked. They have that on film. So just so you know, these things you're hearing about guns, etc., this was a, this was a setup. This was a setup to get rid of guns in the United States. A lot of children died for this. Which is the extent they'll go to. This is the extent that these people will go to. That's exactly right. We'll go on. The Zaver 1000 has an AI-based tracking algorithm of live targets and its own 3D sense through the wall capability, enabling it to detect and see people or static objects behind walls and obstacles. Live objects can be seen in high resolution down to the level of specific body parts. This incl- Then they would see my huge bulking muscles and they'd never come through. Okay. This includes whether an object is sitting, standing, or lying down, even after they have been stationary for a long period of time. The system also enables users to measure the height of objects and decide whether they are adults, children, or animals, resulting in a clear operational advantage and the ability to step into the unknown which actually it's not unknown if they know, right? Okay, so there you go. Operable by a single user and ready for use with the push of a button. The Zaver 1000 is optimized for tactical and ISR operations making this an essential system for military, law enforcement, search and rescue teams and intel units operating in various situations including hostile urban environments and of natural disaster sites. The Zaver TM Trademark 1000 determines the most suitable approach to ensure successful life-saving missions in a variety of operational scenarios, such as hostage rescue situations. A high-resolution 3D view and other powerful tools of the system provide an exceptional level of situational awareness. Being able to achieve a high level of sensitivity, the Zavre 1000 is a true game changer for special forces and law enforcement teams conducting urban and rural operations that require reliable information regarding hidden live objects. We got a couple of retired policemen in this place. Both of them have gone into tactical situations and taken out dozens of criminals all by themselves without killing one child that was in the rooms with them. And yet, this would have helped them to know in advance what to do. So I'm very proud of these two retired police officers that have done these. I'm just making that up. They're looking at me like, who is he talking about? Anyway, this would have been a great thing back then, but they're old and retired like me now, so they don't do that. But anyway, this is a really great thing. We'll go on. The zaber 1000 is controlled by an embedded 10.1 inch touchscreen display with a simple user interface for intuitive interpretation. All you do is you take it and you put it up against the wall, push a button, and then you can start scanning and tell everything that's going on inside of there. Okay. The display also features easy menu navigation and integrated data recording and playback for post-mission analyses, training, and debriefing. Completely radiation safe, which is My main concern, okay, the system meets human exposure international standards. Actually, your cell phone probably doesn't, but this does, so you carry this around instead of your cell phone, okay? From India today, 6G, we're talking about 5G and, oh, oh, okay, 6G will make smartphones obsolete, says Nokia CEO. Now, I want you all to think of something. How many people, I want to see how many people in here have a cell phone or a smartphone? Everybody but two hams, I see. Okay, you spent money on something that I have never spent money on. So, there you go. And now, your smartphones are going to be obsolete. All that money, just you should have waited for 6G. Implant, Implant, right? That's what they're going to do, right in your head. Nokia CEO Pekka Lundberg believes that uh, 6G will be available by 2030. The company's top chief at the WEF 2022 said that 6G mobile networks, once operational, could make smartphones obsolete. By then, the smartphone as we know it today will not be the most common interface. Many of these things will be built directly into our bodies. Several companies like Neuralink are working on building and developing chips that can be embedded in the body. The Elon Musk owned company last year released a video where a macaque was seen playing Ming Pong. Devices that offer support for augmented reality and virtual reality could also become more mainstream in the coming years. While companies are already ambitious and looking forward to the widespread rollout of 6G networks, countries like India are yet to experience 5G. India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi recently announced that a task force had already been created to ensure the 6G rollout is fast and smooth once the technology is available for commercial use. India's IT minister, can't pronounce his name, also announced that the country is working on its indigenous 6G technology, which could be ready by 2023 next year or maybe 2024. They're way ahead of us. They just skipped 5G. You know, if you think about it, this, is what makes countries great all of a sudden that were never great before. I read an article, I was watching, uh, uh, looking at an article, and it had a picture of a girl on one of those sampans in the uh, Thai markets, you know, where you stand out and you, you row up to the, the vegetable market and get your food. And she's talking on a cell phone, okay, and they were making a point. And they said that many countries never had any infrastructure at all for the old telephone systems like we used to have, right? We had cable and or uh, copper wires and we'd put them out and the ones that did quite often never got as far as we did. They had like a party line still when I was in the Philippines and things like that, okay? But places like Africa had no infrastructure at all and they went immediately from no communications to cell phones because cell phone towers are easy to put up, cell phones were inexpensive and so they skipped all of that technology that we had and now India is getting ready to do that. They're going to beat out the Americans and the Chinese and everybody else. They're planning on 6G without even having 5G. Amazing. It's a dangerous world, including the inevitable plagues the book of Revelation prophesies of. So let's see what's going on there. Mail online. This will upset some people because it just does, but I like to say it. Vaccinated and boosted, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau tests positive for COVID four days after meeting Biden at the Summit of the Americas. (laughs) From GB News, Rolling Stones cancel show after Mick super boosted Jagger tests positive for COVID. Mail online, Biden's vaccinated and boosted Health Secretary Xavier Bacara gets COVID for the (laughs) second time in three weeks and is having symptoms. From the CG report, Anthony Fauci has COVID. Four times. B- Vaxxed, vaxed, boosted, boosted. JTN. COVID vaccines appear to cause abnormally long blood clots, says a pathologist. If you don't want to hear something gross, tune this off for a minute. Unusually long blood clots are being found in people who receive COVID-19 vaccines, according to Dr. Ryan Cole of the Cole Diagnostics in Boise, Idaho. Cole's laboratory receives tissue samples from morticians across the country. He reports that they are finding long blood clots in corpses that contained the COVID vaccine. His lab is able to determine the difference between a spike protein caused by the virus and a spike protein caused by the COVID shots, which are demonstrably different and much more pronounced and serious. Cole said this month that a Stanford University study found that unlike a COVID infection, which leaves the body in a week or two, the vaccines cause the spike protein to remain in the body longer. Those who had a natural infection cleared the virus within that first week or two. But when you put the synthetic sequence in, the body is not clearing it. It's persistently making spike protein. And that sequence is persisting, and then it's damaging the organs chronically over time. It's damaging the immune cells chronically over time. It's causing clots chronically over time. With mRNA vaccines, the spike protein can stay up to eight weeks post-vaccination in some cases. Cole's lab is seeing mushy organs. We're seeing incredibly inflamed organs. We know the spike protein caused all the bad outcomes that the virus did in 2020 and a lot of comorbid individuals. We know that the spike protein is causing inflammation in the lung, the brain, the liver, the kidneys, the heart. It's causing the same damage that the virus was causing. However, in the body, the shots are persisting and making more spike protein than if you had a natural infection. Cole also cited studies by South African doctor who found that the COVID spike protein alone causes the proteins in our blood to clump. That spike protein is thrombogenic. It causes clots and it causes a lot of clots. Morticians usually put a dissolving fluid in to break up clots so they can get their embalming fluid in. And they were getting back pressure on the system saying, what in the world's going on? They ended up pulling out, you know, six-inch clots, 12-inch clots, two to three-foot-long clots. Because, you know, from the hip down to the leg, you have a long vein called the saphenous vein. And so they were pulling long clots out of your longer veins and they hadn't seen anything like this previously. An embalmer who has worked in her field for 11 years said that she saw these unusual clots in 93% of the last 30 people she embalmed in Carrollton, Missouri. Now that's eight weeks, so if you've had a vaccine over eight weeks ago, you're probably in good shape. But this is what was causing people to clot up and punch their ticket. All right, next, from the Defender, severe COVID rare in people who didn't get vaccines, survey reveals. You remember they were saying, oh, we got to sue the people that don't get the vaccines and they have to pay higher medical costs and on and on. They were just, the left was going crazy. Severe COVID is rare in people who didn't get the COVID vaccine, the survey reveals. A study of 300 thousand people who did not get the COVID-19 vaccine revealed the unvaccinated did not place a disproportionate burden on health systems. In fact, they experienced very low rates of hospitalization and severe COVID. Unless you already had something wrong with you, which they said from the very beginning, you're probably okay. From GB News. World Health Organization set to rename monkeypox after scientists claim its name is racist. Who is the racist by saying that? Who is the racist? It's all projection with the left. Morality is declining. Here's some news on that. From Breitbart. English school bans skirts to be more gender neutral. Okay, now, I want you to consider that because if Banning skirts brings people to more gender neutral than everybody is a guy. So why don't they ban pants and make everybody wear a skirt or just ban everything? It's just, it is so stupid. Everything is just so ridiculous. From Zero Hedge, Norway queer ethics professor calls for pedophilia to be destigmatized and taught in schools. Yes. From the Daily Caller. Men keep committing heinous crimes, then identifying as women after being arrested. And the media is playing along. Mm -hmm. After they get arrested, they say, well, I'm a woman. And they know this now, and so they're doing this so that they don't get charged with the crime that they are committing. This is unbelievable. From Great Britain News, Scots should be allowed to change their gender as much as they like, an expert says, an expert an expert has said Scottish people should be able to alter their legal sex an unlimited amount of time throughout the entirety of their lives because some people change their minds about whether they are male or female. So you just go into a store and you say, I'm a guy and I'm going into this bathroom and you go in another one and say, I'm a girl. and They, they want you to have no control at all over people in the society and yet they want total control over people in the society. You see what they're doing? Yeah. Discount, on ladies. Dis- discount on ladies' night. That's right. Professor Sharon Cohen, an academic from the University of Edinburgh's School of Law, urged an overhaul of gender laws in a move to accommodate some transgender people who have a shifting sense of identity. From the post-millennial. Trans terrorists to receive taxpayer-funded sex change surgery. Your taxpayers are going to fund a terrorist. Terrorist. Convicted terrorist Christina Iglesias, a biological male who identifies as transgender, will receive sex change surgery with taxpayers picking up the tab. Iglesias is recorded as a female inmate. We got some other news from around the world. And as I say each week, please be sure to check out the Superior Word sermons. From the Gateway Pundit. Fresh off handgun ban, Justin Trudeau says using a gun for self-defense is not a right that you have in Canada. Yes, fresh off the last week's decision to implement a sweeping ban on handgun sales, Prime Minister Trudeau doubled down and decried American-style views on gun ownership while arguing that Canadians have no right whatsoever to use guns for self-defense. From Trudeau, these are his words, there are debates and we have a culture where the difference is, Guns can be used for hunting or for sport shooting in Canada, and there are lots of gun owners, and they're mostly law respecting and law abiding. But you can't use a gun for self protection in Canada. That is not a right that you have in the Constitution or anywhere else. You try and buy a gun and say it's for self protection. No, you don't get that. That's why we have a Second Amendment in this nation, folks. Stand up for your rights. From the Gateway Pundit, Canadian Attorney General announces citizens do not have, this is Canada again, the absolute right to own private property. Washington Post, U.S. inflation at new 40-year high as price increases spread. The price of gas, food, and most other goods and services jumped in May raising inflation to a new four-decade high and giving American households no respite from rising costs. Consumer prices surged 8.6% last month from a year earlier, faster than April's year-over-year increase of 8.3%. The new inflation figure, the highest since 1981, will heighten pressure on the Fed to continue raising interest rates aggressively, which they did a day later after this article. Zero hedge. Biden's inflation tax, inflation tax, if you don't know what that is, listen, is costing U.S. households $433 per month. You are being charged $433 to exist by the U.S. government. According to estimates by Bloomberg Economics, U.S. households will spend $5,200 more this year than they did last year on the same consumption basket. That breaks down to $433 extra in expenditures every single month. Every dollar the government spends ultimately comes out of taxpayers' pockets. Governments can pay for their expenditures in one of three ways. The most honest way is through direct taxation. The second way is to borrow money, but anybody who ever ran up a credit card knows you can only borrow so much, which is what the government's been doing forever and ever and ever. They can't do it anymore. We know this. And so, what are they going to do? They're going to take it out of your wallet without you even realizing it. That's a problem for politicians who want to kick the can down the road. Eventually, they run out of road. In fact, we can see the barricades ahead with a national debt of well over $30 trillion. There's no way the government can realistically pay it down for the national debt. That leads to the third payment option. Here we go. The inflation tax. The U.S. Treasury still sells bonds on the open market as it always has. But now the Federal Reserve put its thumb on the bond market, buying treasuries and paying for them with money it creates out of thin air. This devalues the currency and effectively decreases your purchasing power. When the government collects taxes to pay for its spending, it literally takes your money and then gives it to somebody else. Your purchasing power is diminished because you have less money to spend, but the other person's purchasing power goes up. They have more to spend. From a macro perspective, that's a wash. The amount of money in the system remains unchanged. Okay, well, that's fine. That's called wealth redistribution. You have the same number of dollars. But guess what? When the government prints money and then gives it to somebody else to spend, your purchasing power hasn't been diminished, at least not in dollar terms. You still have the same amount of money in your bank account. But now there is another person who has money who can now go out and spend it. That person can compete with you to buy stuff. It creates a bidding war for goods and services. There is now more money in the system chasing the same number of goods and services. Prices rise. Everything becomes more expensive. In effect, instead of the government taking your money, the government takes the purchasing power of your money. I've got a couple of friends right now that are trying to buy a car and there are no cars available and the ones that are, people are coming in and they're paying more than the MSRP and in fact, even now, the people that are selling the cars are ignoring the MSRP and are adding seven to $15,000 on top of the MSRP. We used to be able to go in and say, I want this car and we're going to negotiate. And you always walked out feeling like you got gypped because they know what they're doing. But once in a while, you say, I got a good deal on this car. You paid $28,200 and I paid $28,152. So I beat you, you know, and you have a little competition. There is no more of that. That is over because of what they are doing to you through this process because they can't raise your taxes without getting voted out and they can't print any more money because they can't go anywhere with it. $30 trillion in debt. So they're taking away your purchasing power and you can't get a car anymore. It is almost impossible to find cars that you say, I'm going to buy this today and you get it at a decent value. It's not there. And that's with everything else in your life as well. Zero Hedge. Doctors suing food and drug administration over ivermectin. This is a new angle and I love what they are doing. Listen to this. Because what they have been doing at the FDA is called illegal. The Washington law firm has filed a federal lawsuit against the FDA for interfering with the use of ivermectin as a treatment for COVID-19. The lawsuit was filed by Boyden Gray and Associates. Gray told the Epic Times that the FDA had violated well-established law that allows doctors to prescribe an FDA-approved drug as an off-label treatment. You can go to any approved FDA drug and say, I recommend this instead of this, and that has always been the standard. They took that right away because they wanted people to get the vaccine, which has never been approved in the United States. Yes, they have an approved one, but it's never been issued. Ever. We'll go on. Ivermectin was no different, he said. It was approved by the FDA in 1966. Congress recognized the importance of letting doctors be doctors and expressly prohibited the FDA from interfering with the practice of medicine. Congress set the law. FDA has been violating your rights under the law. That is exactly what the FDA has done time and time again throughout this pandemic, assuming authority it does not have and trying to insert itself into medical decisions of Americans everywhere because they have an agenda. Wolf Street. Housing bubble getting ready to pop. Mortgage applications to purchase a home drop to lockdown lows. Bad time to buy. Hits record amid sky-high prices, spiking mortgage rates. Market Watch. We're in a technical recession, but just don't realize it. Bank of America sees more shocks to come. Just the news. Judge sides with Home Depot. Upholds ban on BLM logos on workers' aprons. Yeah. Yahoo! NAACP president says NFL coach should be fired for comparing BLM protests to January 6th insurrection. And I would agree with him. It is a terrible comparison. The BLM were far, far more destructive. Yes. They killed people. They went in and they burned down people's livelihoods and businesses. And he is absolutely right. That NFL coach should be fired for comparing the two. Good. Mail online. But not for the reason he says. Biden says the forces that led to January 6th remain at work and America needs to understand what truly happened. I agree. The forces are at work and they're in the White House of the United States of America right now and in the Democrat Party of the United States of America right now. From hot air, Maher. The Times buried the Kavanaugh assassination story because he's a conservative. I like this guy. I posted another one just this morning on thecgreport.com. If you haven't been there lately, go to thecgreport.com. Type it in, okay? Check it out. I update it twice a day, every day. I put in new articles all the time. And we have been growing, and I so much appreciate people sharing that. Thank you. Right at the top of your... I put it right behind me vcgreport.com right behind me on the website or on the YouTube video. Yeah. Brian Fagan has showed up for church today. Hi Brian, how are you? Okay, let's go ahead and go on. Um Georgia Star News. Pentagon may allow. Now listen to this. The Pentagon may allow HIV positive recruits after mass firing of the unvaccinated. You're replacing the best citizens that this nation has yep. with the worst. Yep. Tell me there's not an agenda in the. US. military. Yes. Epic Times: Ohio's Permitless, concealed carry-gun law takes effect. Epic Times: Ohio governor signs bill allowing teachers to be armed. Okay, I've got a question. I want to see if you can guess who is it? It would be very difficult to explain why the universe should have begun in just this way, except as the act of a God who intended to create beings like us. In fact, this is a second quote of him tied together with this one. In fact, if one considers the possible constants and laws that could have emerged, the odds against a universe that has produced life like ours are immense. Who said that? No. All no. You're close, though. You're right on the right line. It's not who you would think at all. You'd think it's some theologian. Yeah. Stephen Hawkins, no. theoretical physicist, Amen. cosmologist, and atheist. Mm-hmm. That tells you that Romans 1 is true. Amen. Yeah. Okay, I got a lesser here for you. Let's see if you can figure out what he's talking about. Trudeau says you cannot have a gun. It's okay, but then only for fun. You can shoot at a moose, not a thief on the loose. Law-abiding have lost. Crooks have won. Okay, I got a bit of irony here for you. News break. Thieves steal giant TV from Walmart that doesn't fit in their car. (laughs) Yep. And then from Fox News, Houston Man, who raps about robbing ATMs on YouTube, arrested for robbing ATMs in Tennessee. Yes, such is the world in which we live. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett, and that is your CG Prophecy Report for the week.